You've come to the right place on Jerry Jerry. What show is the there? recruiting animal. recruits in the past you said that you could teach a monkey to recruit okay but you've said recently that you don't believe that anymore why not why not man there is no way a monkey can recruit i think that um you know i wish i would have never said that and i think that was it Sandra? No, no, no. i think you're right you said this is what else you said recruiting is just not that hard I believe most people could be trained to recruit, and not only that, on LinkedIn, it says you took your wife out of her nursing job, I think she was a nurse for 19 years, and you made her a recruiter. Yeah. Well, she's a good recruiter, too. She's she's recruited a lot in the medical field. We found a a doctor uh, last year for Whole Foods, and it was a a lot of fun. But I'll tell you what you need. As a recipe for success for recruiter, first and foremost, you have to have sales skills. You have to be able to, you know, pardon me? Which sales skills? Which sales skills? So you have to sell the candidate on the job. No, 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 that's too vague. That's too vague. Hold on. You got to be able to sell the companies because you're doing a hell of a lot of prospecting. You got to have persistence. Perseverance. You can't. You have to like to win. I mean, that's. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of, a lot of recruiters oh, you know, are. I gotta tell you, similar to what crap. you call Wait a drug sec. addict. Wait a sec. Quiet. Yeah. You're talking. You're talking crap right now. Okay. And somebody's driving in his car with his window open, and I don't like that. Okay. Close your window, dope. That's your phone. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it isn't. It, my phone. Yeah, okay. dude, it's since you called back in, that noise started. <laughs> yep, that that's you, man. Seriously. You are the crap. Okay, hey, let I'm... me tell you something else too, Animal. In order to be a recruiter, you have to be able to manage the highs and lows because there there are gonna be days where you're having a great day, and there's gonna be yeah. months where you're having a bad month. So if you can't manage those highs and lows, then probably you're not going to succeed as a recruiter. Yeah. Because there will okay. be months where you're an, uh, euphoric, you know, where you're making tons of placements, and there will be months where you're not making any placements. And you've got yeah. to manage your, your highs and lows. And if you can't yeah, do that, you're it. not going to make it in we this got business. It. Okay. Jerry says you've got to be able to t- – okay, fine. Now, look. You uh, you just said that you have to make tons of calls just prospecting to get business. Can you tell us how you got a, a specific search? I called a new customer. I asked for this person. Uh, the gatekeeper put me through. I said this. She said that. I said this. She said that. Can you give us the blow-by-blow on how you picked up a search? New clients. Good question. You know, so... I don't believe the phone works as well as it once did. Uh, I was just sitting around with a couple of friends last night, and, you know, we're, we're best friends for 20 years. And I said, listen, you guys, if, if I'm going to get in t- contact with you, the only way you're going to respond to me is via text, and you're not going to respond via phone. It's just, I mean, people just don't answer their phones anymore. So I think there are a couple of reasons how I've, the ways that I've gotten my business, but, I, but a lot of it has been to my social media presence and the branding. So... It, Bullseye Recruiting has a pretty good brand. It started with the blog, and then a lot of the uh, are business you will come me? Are you Hold on, dude. Me? I'm not there yet. So, um, <laughs> the way I've got – one of the cool ways I got a business was I had written a blog. It's called the, the Swagger of Salespeople. The CEO of a company reached out to me and said, hey, Will, that was a killer blog. And I said, well, Can't thank you. Because that's Can't the kind of person out. I want to come work for my company. And I said – well, awesome. That's what I do. And he said, "Well, I want to hire you." So I found uh, I found an individual. Uh, it, you know what? Well, well, well. Don't make yeah. me mute you, okay? Okay. I asked <laughs> you, how did you call somebody up 
and get business. And you said, okay, so you said now the phone doesn't work. Uh, I got a search from someone who read my blog. Is that how you get most? Is that how you get most of your searches? Yes, and as well as uh, curated messages from LinkedIn. What does that mean? I've worked closely with Tony Restel, and uh, every I've added a little over 1,500 connections in the past, uh, I think, month by adding specialized notes to VP of sales and uh, VP or director level of individuals, simply stating, I'd like to connect with you to share similar ideas about recruiting and sales, and they will respond. And uh, from there... They want they, they I've gotten two clients in the past uh, thirty days based upon just messaging people on LinkedIn. Like messaging the rec- directly or putting up postings in the news stream. No, just mess asking them to connect with me and then putting a certain message in that when I ask them to connect and, with me. And and just by connecting them, they say, "Hey, Will, I want to do business with you." Would they just fall into your lap? No, it takes several messages. But you know that's the that's the, that's the way people talk. The one the things that I say. I mean, it said would love to be great if to connect if you're open to that. You'll see that I mostly share ideas with identifying and hiring high performing sales and marketing executives. Out of interest, or how are you finding the market right now? People will respond to that and say, Hey, listen, we're actually looking for salespeople right now. Love to speak with you. Or you know, I see the market is this, and that's just a conversation breaker to to get move forward in the process animal and then yeah yeah alan so i think he has a really good point because where he's coming from is he's coming from a point of he's giving instead of the mass emails we all get from agencies saying hey i got the perfect guy for this and that when can we talk when can you interview him what's he giving i don't i don't hear him giving anything he's being more conversational that's absolutely and, right, and, and I think that that is a very good way to go because you're not you're not selling something. You're being conversational. You might say, "Hey, take a look at this," or "Hey, take a look at that," or "Hey, I thought of you about this. Take a look." Then, by the way, we we do. What's your take on the market? And boom, you would be absolutely amazed with the results, though. I mean, uh, typically. I cannot keep up with the connection request. And then t- what I'd like to do is get them off LinkedIn as quickly as possible, move them towards email or text or something after that. Yeah, but what, I, I don't understand. Hold on a sec. What's the follow-up? Yeah. I mean, you say, I want a link to you, and, and what's the follow-up? I, what are you talking to these people about? No, I he's getting get permission to do that. Well, there's, yeah. there's two things you can do. You can say you can respond to them directly based upon their response, or then you can say something, you know, like, as you may be aware, I'm a headhunter. You know, I find people job, I find jobs for people for jobs, not jobs for people. I'm in the business of helping businesses build stronger teams. Just letting them know a little bit about what you do. Um, so that, those are some things that you can do. Okay. What percent – I still don't understand what's going on there. But oh, what come percentage? on. Let's just say you get two clients out of it. I mean, that's okay. that's, a, a, huge, that's no, no, a huge return. Wait a second. Hey, Jerry, second. can you hear me or am I muted? Hey, is uh, you hear him? Martin, you're not muted. You're not muted. That's not I'm Martin. not Jerry. I'm not Jerry, okay? Jerry doesn't have his finger on the control panel. Hey! He was talking to me. It's Durbin. I said, hey, Jim. What's up, Durbin? What's up? The recruiting Bubba show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, Will or uh, no, yeah. Alan or Michael G. Cox. No, Will, don't explain it to me. Michael G. Cox, explain it. He's how's what's he doing? Explain it to me. Uh, how's he getting business? Okay. When somebody tries connecting, sends Will a connection request on LinkedIn. No, no, he's sending them out. A, he's I'm sending, sending them out. Them out. E, okay, either way, either way, it doesn't matter. If Okay, let's say they receive his connection and accept it. He simply sends them a quick note explaining what he does and, yeah. hey, thought you might be interested in this. And if they respond, he now has permission to share more about what he does. It's all that like, permission okay, marketing. So what's the, third, what's the third message? I want to hear that. What's the, or the second or third message? What's he well, it could be anything. Up? It could be an article that you find interesting. I, I, I engage with uh, 
with the someone in, that was going to help me out. It cost too much money, but he's probably sent me 30 messages, and man, he is persistent as hell. If I have the money, then I'll probably hire him. But he's he sends me notes and says stuff that directly relates to me and my business and how it could affect my business. And if if you can do that and provide value on a consistent basis, on in some kind of messaging. Eventually, they'll talk to you. And if, if it's one out of 20 or one out of 100, that's still a client, and that's all you need. But it's hell of a lot easier than picking up the phone and randomly calling people and getting a zero return, you know? Okay. No, no. I Go ahead. Somebody want to say something? Go ahead. Somebody want to talk? Okay. So you're not – what percentage of your business in the last six months has come this way and what way by phone? <laughs> Okay, who's making zero that noise? Zero percent on the phone. Zero. I think Jerry's at, at making zero. I have not been, I have not picked up the phone and called somebody and got a client. Zero. A hundred percent of my business has come through referrals, my LinkedIn bit, or my Facebook presence. A hundred percent. Or messaging that I'm talking about right here. On Facebook, how are you bringing in business on Facebook? Well, I mean, I've been I mean, I've been in Austin my whole life. I mean, this is 44 years living in Austin. And so I mean, yeah. people yeah. people know me, people refer me business. You know, they know that I'm a recruiter, they know the okay. brand Bullseye and they refer me business all the time. Okay, you actually, you know, on Facebook, I, I when I was preparing for the show, I saw that picture of you and your wife on the beach. Very attractive. You should put more of those up there. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna do man. an ad. I'm gonna do an ad right now. Okay, so everybody be quiet. Don't make me mute everybody first. Okay. Hey everybody, I'm gonna tell you something that I've told you before because you know why? I want you to leave this show cursing me. I want you to be cursing me because you can't get this tagline out of your head. And here it is: big or small, we fit them all. Big or small, we fit them all. You might think that's an appropriate tagline for a clothing store, and you would be right. But it's also good for PC Recruiter, because PC Recruiter is made for all kinds of recruiters and all sizes of recruiting operations. You might be a solo recruiter who only uses a few of the features. Don't make noise. Or you might be a giant company that uses everything. Either way, PC Recruiter loves you, and they want to take care of you, and they want to cuddle you. Because big or small, we fit them all. Everybody gets good service, no matter how big you are and no matter how small you are. So right now, I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, PC Recruiter, big or small, we fit them all. Then go check out PCRecruiter.net, PCRecruiter.net. Thank you. Okay, Will, Will, yeah. Will, what's the tagline I just said? PC Recruiter, go tell your neighbor. Okay, not yet. <laughs> PC, PC Recruiter, not net. Give your mom okay, a hug. PC okay. Recruiter. <laughs> Give your mom a hug. That's right. Give me my money. Mama. It yeah. works. Give me my money. Okay. 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 Okay, do candidates ever lie to you, Will? Yeah. Can you give us an example? So I'll uh, in sales, everybody's kind of a silver tongue devil, I believe. Yeah. Everybody wants to say they've sold something and you know they've made X amount of dollars and the you know I've I've uh, I've made I'm at 250 OTE and I'm, I start asking questions and I'm well what did you sell how many accounts did you sell and you can catch them in their lies easily by just asking wow. the right questions. Like well, I mean you can say tell me what your quota was. Were you able to obtain the quota? You know what kind of what size of deals have you closed? What were you, what was your W two? Uh, I don't care what exactly your on target earnings were, but but tell me what you make. So well, you know I'm, I can make two hundred thousand. Well, what did you actually earn? And, and I, after a series of questions, you can find out that they really didn't succeed. But that well, happens to me all the time. What do you say? You're lying to me, you liar. I'm not going to place you. And what do you do when you catch them lying lying to you? I try to get them off the phone as po- quickly as possible. If it's not, if it's not a, if they don't match. Animal wants to go track them down wherever they hang out and just beat the hell out of them. 
Well, they deserve it, Jerry. They got uh, so where do you normally get gas on your way to work there, buddy? Hmm, what time do you stop in there? About 730, huh? What do you drive? Okay, so, so Will, Will actually asks you, you make sure you find out what they're earning. You're not one of these guys who say, I don't have to know what you're earning. I only have to know what you want. You're not into that. Am I right? I want to know what they've earned. That shows me their success rate. And I know there's some laws in New York where you can't ask them what, what they've earned, but I, I, I have a problem with that, especially when you're dealing with salespeople. You've got to, yep. you, you don't know if they're successful by, if you don't ask them what they've made and what, they've, you know, what their goals were and if they've met them. Uh-huh. Does the state of New York or whoever implemented that law or is working on it, do they realize that, that the very top recruiters who expect to know that are simply going to not call anybody in their state anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, is it Boston, the other one? I don't know if Rich is on the call, but I think that that's uh, – I think Boston's the other one. That... It started in Massachusetts. Yeah, you're right. And in Massachusetts, right. you can call – you can ask as a recruiter. You can't ask as an employer, so – and it's a silly oh, really? law that doesn't actually subsume. It doesn't yeah. even have any teeth. It's, you if know, the Jim, state doesn't, if the federal Jim government. Jim always knows everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. This, this well, guy I, is I great. Calling people. <laughs> Not only that, I can actually hear Jim today. That's amazing. That's amazing to me. Weird. While Jim's on the line, Jim, can you give Ironic. us the uh, domain name for your new training on Mondays? You're doing that hourly training Sourcing. session. SourcingWorkLab.com. We just signed two more members up today. Uh-huh. We'll be sending them out their welcome kits. So, uh, you know, get in while you can, folks. Sourcing SourcingWorkLab.com. Lab.com. Big or small, you it's fit them all, right? It's an easy decision. That's a cool idea, Jim. It's a cool idea. Thanks, okay. Everybody, you just heard it, everybody. Jerry, from the mouth of Jerry, the saint of Warsaw, Indiana, or wherever you live, or Villa, that's Indiana. Me, that's yeah, he said Jim knows everything. <laughs> so if you, call up, if you call up on Mondays, if you're part of Jim's class, you're going to hear it, somebody who knows everything. There you go. They've uh, got three ways to sign up. I mean, you can, monthly, <laughs> quarterly, or annually. <laughs> okay, good. I don't know if he knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Okay, look, uh, Will. How, how do you bill for sales reps? Do you bill on the base or do you bill on the expected base and commission package? How do you charge your clients? Yeah, good question. Only on their base. Um, so I, I haven't yet billed on, on, on target earnings or anything else like yeah, that. But it's those all, people, I rem- if, I, if I remember correctly, the people who uh, recruit those guys on Wall Street, they have these trailer fees. So they bill them for their base, and then they bill them a percentage of the commissions they earn in the first year. Am I am I right for that? About that? Does anybody know? I've not done that. You need to ask no guys way. like Dave Perry that that are making yes. millions. Yes, they you do. Need to ask Paul Paris. Remember yeah, Paul Paris? Paul Paris. Ask him. So how do you how do you do that, Bill? You should. Uh, I mean, Jim, teach teach Will right now how to ask for. A percentage, a, a commission, a commission based on the salesperson's commission, a fee based on the salesperson. Well, you, you go to the right schools. You have the right daddy. You work <laughs> for a gigantic company. You have so much money, no one thinks about it. And then you you send a contract over that says we're going to bill based on how much the person makes. Oh, so you I can't. Mean, it's, you can't. It's a, so you do can't you do it just your, your we local don't, firm? We don't get to do that. We actually have to okay. do results. That's all about the right network. Okay. So hold on so a we, second. Go ahead, Alan. Alan. When you, you do talk? that, are you billing in two? Are you billing twice? Or are you billing once on the base and twice at, at the end of twelve months? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who are you asking, Alan? Because none of us do it. Whoever you know, just answered tra- it. It's called trailer fees. We had Paul Paris and also Perry Perry Gorman, now Perry Chase. She worked in that business as well, and I I didn't clearly understand it, but that's what they do. So, but if you're billing on the base alone. Then you have to charge. You have to charge more than twenty percent, right? You have to charge them a larger percentage. Am I right about that? Yeah, I mean it's 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 twenty five percent is what I shoot for. Twenty five, okay. But so, you know, Will's bases are pretty high though, too. I mean, he's they are forty thousand dollar a year people. Oh, really? It's harder to recruit forty thousand dollar people than it is to hire a hundred and fifty thousand dollar person. I'm telling you that right now. That's that's the hardest job in the world to fill. Why is that, Will? Why is that? 
turnover is ridiculous. The stuff you have to deal with, you're dealing with more mature clients, people that have hit their quota. They won't flake on you. And the minute that someone with $40,000 finds a job that pays $50,000, they'll leave your job, and you will get stuck with funding a back till it sucks. Uh, uh-huh. And $40,000 is entry level. The average is $42,000 for college students. It is equivalent to when we were making $22,500 back in the early to mid-'90s. No, but if you're placing a sales rep for a, lawn, a linen company that, you know, gives linen to restaurants, they're not making big bases and not even big commissions either, yeah, are they? We'll they'll make recruit 40. on those. They'll make 40. Yeah. Yeah. What kind sure, of base? What kind of, what kind of jobs are you recruiting? What kind of sales reps are you recruiting, Will? Senior sales and up to vice president. Usually they start at about 120 plus. Yeah, but mm. what kind of industries? Mostly software and uh, and high tech networking. Those are the areas that I that I focus on. Now I will oh, go nice. into different areas, but that's that's what I enjoy the most. That's where most of my uh-huh. network is. Uh huh. Okay. I'm not going to uh, Go ahead. Okay. Here's a here, here's a uh, here's a situation. I I don't know if I should reveal it. Somebody on this show has been discussing it a lot recently. What if you're uh, working with a VP of sales, and during the search, he or she says, you know, Will, I'm ready to move. I think I've reached my limit here. I want you to place me. What are you going to do? If I'm working with the VP of so I, you're asking me, I'm, I'm working with XYZ company. He's a VP of sales, and he's tired of, he's tired, tired of working at this XYZ company. He wants me to place him, right? Have they yeah. hired anybody from Will yet? But he's working on a search with them right now. This is where I have a problem, Animal, and everybody else can chime in. People, We find people for specific jobs. We don't find jobs for people. And, I mean, I, I, I probably don't do as good a job as some people on this call as marketing candidates. But, I mean, I, I really don't do that. I mean, I, but, see, your theoretical question is crap, Animal. Has he been working with this company for a year and a half, placed nine people there? Perfect. Or did he just get a job order with this company, and the guy's like, man, I've been here so long, I I do want to leave. And does he have another customer that's looking for a guy like that? There's so many variables. Some of your theoretical questions, man, you need to go to work at a seminar on how to ask a theoretical situation question. Yeah. Everybody knew what I was Gary, talking about. Gary, how would about. you handle No, it? no, I wanted to know. Has Will placed anybody with these people? Does he have a written agreement that says he will not recruit their people? Well, what? Give me some background here. God. That's a very good point. I mean, if there's a non-solicit, non-compete. Yeah. Hey, who's the idiot making them? Who's doing that? Who's doing that? They're Good. dialing in to AOL. Kathy, Kathy, I've Kathy never Manis- made that sign in my life. You want to say say something? No, I just wondered how Jerry would handle it, but he answered the question. I mean, you know what? It's a miracle. I can I can hear you today too. I can hear you and Jim. I will. Long time no talk. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hope you're doing alright. Follow him him after the show, not while we're talking on the show. Okay. Will Will, how long do your interview? How long do your interviews last? When I interview someone, it's usually about a half an hour. That's all. If the first the first point of contact, yeah, I mean, here's the way I work, and you, I don't know how you guys do it, but I, I like to build a little rapport and do a takeaway. So I, the way I say it is, my name's Will Thompson. I'm a sales recruiter. I want to get to know you, want to learn a little bit about what you would do, what you're looking for, and I do the takeaway. Here's an opportunity. If you don't like it, that's okay. You know, I'll find another opportunity for you. But at that point, it's kind of like going fishing, and you're getting the hook in their mouth, and they're – they're interested in the job that you have today. And you say, well, let me send you some information, and let's, if, if it's something you want to talk about further, let's set up a time for tomorrow to talk further. And they're like, okay. And then you talk to them for an additional, you know, it depends on the level, you know, 30 minutes or whatever you need to do before presenting them. And then really make sure that that's – you want to make sure you're sending the, the, the client – is the, that the right candidate. Otherwise, if you send bad candidates, then it's then, then you're in a bad situation. How Hold different on. is that Jim, than when you Jim, were inside Jim, of Rosetta? Jim, Jim, that's a good question. Just one second. I'm not sure what he's saying. Like Jerry said, never do the interview at the same time as the first contact. Make the first contact. 
see if the person's worth talking to, then arrange for a second time to talk yes. to him. Is that is that what you're saying, or do you make yes. a first contact? Okay. Now, now Jim's question is: Is this the exact same way you worked when you were inside a corporation? Jim, that's see, right. this is what sucks, Jim, about working at, at a corporation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Rosetta, I was recruiting for, you know, people that were in Harrisonburg, Virginia, which had, you know which is a small town, and then I was fi- finding people in Germany and Brazil, and, you know, I, it, I only had a certain amount of time. Did you have to, calls? Did you set that up, or did you jump into a totally different interview? It's a different interview, I think. Because, you know, you're, your license is dependent on, you know, someone getting a job or not. I mean, you're, you, you have a job as a recruiter at, at a corporation. How many placements did you make at Rosetta that last year? God bless I think it was 120 or something. It was You're ridiculous. kidding. Wow. No. But look, I mean, here's the deal, Animal. This past year I placed, what, 30? Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference. So I have to re- – I mean, but I, every one of those 30 people, I, I feel like they're pretty close friends, you know, I, that I've uh-huh. built those deep relationships with. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand how you build 30 when you, you, you don't get any jobs on the phone and you get a few jobs – through uh, LinkedIn, but I got to do an hey, ad. Ask Stacy Zapar. I talked to her yesterday. She has so many job orders that she is, has to turn them away at this point in time. She just started her agency. Yeah, but she's the most connected. It's a hundred. Well, world, yeah, but right? I mean, it's it's the, it's the social media presence. I mean, yeah, a lot of people may know Bullseye recruiting oh, the brand because of all yeah. the stuff I've written all over the years. I mean, it's been okay. five years. Yeah, she is she is recruiting recruiters as well. So she's been speaking at conferences. They all know her. She's uh, a golden well, girl. I've spoken at conferences. I mean, you know, people remember you and your name. You know, that's that's if yeah. that's how that's how referrals get to you. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, referrals other people have got through their work social media. We'll come back to that in a second. I got to do an ad. Okay. Hey, everybody. You know what? When it comes to hire tool, H I R E. T-U-A-L. You know, Dave Nicola, he told the, he told the sponsor, Hired Tool, Nintran, he said that the recruiting animal doesn't know how to pronounce your company. Well, who's making that noise? Stop it. Stop it. Off the block, everybody. I want to talk about my sponsor. Like, they. Who, who's doing it? Okay. Look. My mother? My mother's not on the phone. Okay, look. Hire tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. When it comes to hire tool these days, the accolades just keep on coming. Here's what a guy named Michael Doran, D-O-R-A-N, just so if you want to check up on me. This is what he posted on my Facebook group last week. He said, I was contacted by my rep from another sourcing tool today. He offered me a good deal, but I told him that I just bought a year. A year of hire tool. I also had paid for it before out of my own pocket when I was working at Dropbox. And you know what? I killed with it there. I killed with it. So thanks anyway, other sourcing tool. I highly endorse hire tool as the best sourcing tool on the market today. The product is amazing and you can't beat the price. Thank you, Nintran and other people there at that company, you guys have a raving fan in me. Michael Doran, can you get more praise than that? And just let me go on a bit more. Dean DaCosta, the dean of online sourcers, he said just the other day, Hire Tool has just Ugh. updated. What's wrong, Jerry? <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought I had it on mute. My apologies. I love I'm Hire gonna, Tool. I'm... Bye. <laughs> Let me just finish. He said, Hire Tool just updated their data-finding algorithms in a huge way. I used to be the best, but even so, it still only found me about 60% of the email addresses and contact information I was looking for. But this past week, I went back over all of the contact information I was looking for and couldn't find, and now it's finding every one of them, okay? I could keep reading this stuff. But, you know, Jerry's getting bored. I just want to tell you, Hire Tool is a sourcing tool. You put in your search terms, it generates a search string for you, and you can use it 
all over LinkedIn and Facebook and GitHub and a wide variety of sites. If you want to do a demo, contact Nin Tran. His first name is N-I-N-H. I have to spell everything with this company. HireTool.com. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Uh, back to the show. Uh, Will, how do you source your candidates on LinkedIn? Where do you find your people? Yeah, so most – it's not about finding the people as much as it is attracting them to the company. I mean, the, 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 when, when you're the top salesperson, and I'm going after the top 5% of, of what out there, what's out there, you really are trying to f- attract their, them to the, the company because they on? have – records with you know eight to ten years uh they're not the guys that have been around for 18 months and less so a lot of them are on linkedin and and then just transferring that that conversation from linkedin to email to text uh to whatever you need to do to get in touch i don't have a clue i don't have a clue what you just said first off you said i don't have to go after them they are attracted to me now you're talking about i did not say that well, what did it? What oh, did yeah, he for, for clients, yeah. No, 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 no. For the can- so somebody tell me what he said. How does he find his candidates? Does somebody understand that? What he just said. I Michael said you go. Talk. We're going after the top ten percent, so they're yeah, usually you, on LinkedIn. How do you source them? How do you identify them? LinkedIn? Yeah, I said on LinkedIn. You said no. No, I didn't say no. I said LinkedIn is usually where I start to find them and then go out. Or, or find out who the competition is, right? That's usually what I say when I talk to the hiring manager. What companies do you want me to poach from? And then I go after and said, then I find out who the top producers are, and then I go after them relentlessly. And then I said, you have to go that? after them with the vengeance. So it's not finding them as much as it is going after them over and over and over and over. Because the, the guys that are top producers are out there. I mean, they can be found. Yeah, okay, so... Who is that making that noise? Who's that idiot? Who is it, Jerry? I don't know, but it's getting worse. Somebody's got some kids in the background. Can we do some bandana ads? Yeah, we need to. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Your friend Carol. I I love the picture of her cat, and I and I like that pattern as well. I do too. I mean, she looks stunning. That cat looks like she's just rocking it. I think they have a different attitude when they get those. Okay, nobody knows. Look, look, you know what? I'm giving Jerry some time to. I'm giving Jerry a My daughter has an Etsy account. She's 11. She makes bandanas for cats and dogs. They're very cute. And bow ties. And what's the domain? Oh, my God, they're darling. Yeah. Absolutely. And she works so hard and she charges. This is so great. What's the domain name, Jerry? Bandanas by Hannah on Etsy. Spell it. Spell Hannah. How do you spell Hannah? H A N N A H. Hannah. Okay. Bandana's Thank by Hannah. Okay. Hi, Hannah. And, you... and I'm telling you, this little girl, you've got to support. Plus, your pets will just be glowing. They'll feel so yeah. good about themselves. The pets okay. know it. When they put one on, they feel special. They do. Yeah. They, do. Special. they do. They do. They yeah. do. I do. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That kid, Jerry's making so much money. That kid doesn't need your your contribution. Hey, okay. He's doing a great work ethic. My goodness, animal! You don't don't get. She's, a, she's an entrepreneur. Yeah, she's don't just so cute. Oh my gosh! And the product Band- is great. Yeah, bandanas by Hannah. Bandanas right, by Hannah. Right. Jerry, you should get you should get Kathy to record a, a a commercial. I'll play it for you next time. Okay. I'll do it. Okay, good, good. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what if... need to cut 15% of its workforce. Okay, thank you, Maureen. That's just what I was waiting to hear. Look, i got a show to do, okay? Go for it, man. Somebody cut their workforce. What you got? What, Maureen? Etsy to cut 15% of its workforce. Maureen and Jerry, stabbing Mm -hmm. me in the back. You're stabbing me in the back. I'm going to mute you, okay? And I don't that care. Repre- listen to this. That represents 25% well, what's, of its what's workforce. Maureen's 513? You're going to be out in a second, Maureen. Keep it up, okay? She's, she's giving your- sourcing ideas here, yeah, I'm giving, And I'm giving you percentages to keep your mind you know sharp. Yeah, okay. There you go. In one, one, more, one more word You're about, about Etsy and you're off, okay? And Jerry's going with you. <laughs> you're in the penalty box. Okay, now look. Back to Will Recruits. Will finds his candidates, in case someone didn't understand them. 
He find, it's a Texas kind of way. You're not too direct. He finds his people on LinkedIn. That's how well, we get And finding out who the competition and who finding out who's the best at the competition. Yeah, okay. And then you find, yeah, okay. How do you know, who's, how do you know they're the best? You ask. People that are in the industry will know who's the best. If, you, if they have a reputation, then you want to know about it. You, you, you reach okay. out to what the, if, what, the. Okay, I think, I think this same person on a closed group asked this other interesting question. What if you're going out there talking to all these sales reps about the position you're working on at your client company, and what you're hearing from people in the field is, this is a lousy company. I would never work there. They've got a very bad employment brand. Do you go back to your client and say nobody likes you? You know what? I mean, they're, they're, they're a business, and I'll say this, and I've learned this as an agency career. There's, there are businesses you want to do business with, and there's businesses that you don't want to do business with. And there's, the businesses that have a, a bad reputation in the marketplace are very difficult to recruit for, or you better have one really compelling story to recruit for that organization. And, I mean, yeah. it's, it's more of a hassle to, to recruit for a company and then have them leave the company because they have a bad reputation than, than the other well, way around. What if there's just some disgruntled, idiot, alcoholic employee in there that has dedicated his free time to making sure that everybody hears that it's a bad place to work? What if it's just one dude's problem and it's not the company's problem? I mean, Glassdoor is a nightmare. Facebook, all, I mean, one guy can ruin a reputation yeah. on 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 Glassdoor, or, mm. and that's why I take it with a grain of salt. But you know uh, what? You know what? Isn't it interesting? It takes me like ten minutes just to get an answer to a simple question. I didn't ask about Glassdoor. I asked if you're making calls out into the field, and people are saying, "Look, Will." You're a great guy, but I have heard things about that company that make me not want to consider them. What are you going to do? I had that situation last year, and I I fired the client because it, what they were saying out in the field was exactly right. Not that How do you know? Jerry, not, How not that, you know? that can happen where you know there's the one off person, but if it consistently comes back where they're 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 bad they have a bad reputation i don't want to represent a company with a bad okay, brand so how, i only place you, a certain amount of people a year i want to make sure that i place them how, into jobs how, where they're a good you, company don't talk over me how did you fire him how did you fire the client did you say you guys have such a bad reputation i can't place anybody with you find some other sucker is that what you said i wrote about it last year i think i wrote about it on recruiters I yeah, actually got you know, placements. But, yeah, it was a yeah. horrible situation where yeah, I yeah, actually had to interview. To... Well, I mean, I, I stopped working for him. I, I wasn't on a retained Ow. basis. Ow. I was on a contingent Ow. basis. Yeah. Dude, if you're what on you a do? contingent basis, you just stop working for him. You don't have to. The great thing about an agency recruiter is you can work on whatever the hell you want to work on. If you're a corporate recruiter, you got to support that manager. I remember vividly work, being on vacation and getting a call and saying, hey, I want you to recruit for this person. I'm like, I'm about to go parasailing. You can't fire your client, but you can fire a client that you don't want to work with if you're on a contingent basis. That's why it's so great. So it's like I, going out on a date and you don't like her. So you don't fall, you don't call her again. Is that essentially what happens? She's waiting by the phone, and you just don't ever call. Is well, that, no, no, they're not you're waiting by the phone for me. Ninety percent of the time. Believe me, I mean, there's probably somebody else just is eager to help fill the role. But I mean, there's no reason for you to risk your reputation on a company that has a bad reputation. So you just you just don't tell them you're not working on their search anymore. Is that right? <laughs> You can you can tell them you're firing them, but I mean there's no sense in it. I mean it just okay. you're on a contingent basis. I told I fired a client this year to answer your question for a, a recruiting firm. I said there's no reason for us to continue this relationship. I don't like your reputation, and and we stopped working together, and okay. that was it. Alan, did you want to say something? Alan, no, Alan, you just. You just answered it. If, but if a person, if a, I had that happen a lot of times with sales guys, if they're saying, "Hey, what about X, Y, and Z?" If it, you, you tell them the truth, that you, you be candid with the truth you know. You say, "Look, this is a hard. This is here's what it is here." Or, well, you know, tell me about the person and what they said. And maybe they just got pissed off, couldn't cut it, and they were they were let go. It's just like a. It's just like checking references. Yeah, I mean, there, and there are situations like that, Alan, a lot. Yeah, I mean, if 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 I'm if I'm uh, 
if I'm doing a reference check on Will and I'm doing it with Durbin and Durbin says, man, you know, that guy, Will, he's the, he's the biggest scumbag on the face of the earth. He doesn't know Jack and he's a horrible recruiter. It's like, hmm, well, where'd that come from? Well, you know, seven years ago he got the placement and I didn't. Okay, well, there's sour grapes. I'm going to not put too much into that reference. Uh-huh. Or, okay. you know. Okay, okay. Thanks. Okay. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm going to turn that into a little clip <laughs> with parts left oh, out well. and just play it over and over. I'm, do- okay. I'm doing it for Will's benefit. Yeah. Will, Will. Yeah. Will, do you uh, take on searches where you have to relocate candidates? I have found that to be the worst curse in the world. Are you willing to take it on? You know, fortunately, in the business that I'm in, and it's sales recruiting, most of these guys are remote salespeople, so they don't have to relocate. So to answer your question, I haven't had to encounter that. Okay, so you don't know anything about it. Is that what you're saying? I haven't had to do it because I don't do it. Anybody else Anybody else want to co- co- comment? Uh, isn't relocation like kryptonite? No, it depends it, on the company and the, depends always, on the, company and the role. Yeah, I've got a a controller that's relocating from Indiana down here to San Antonio. We're not we're not covering Relo. We're not 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 paying Relo. So he wanted to move down there then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This was an option that that he was looking into. Relo's harder like trying to get somebody to move to move to Grand Rapids (laughs) or Bismarck. San Antonio people are Yeah, yeah, come on down. Yeah. It also depends right now. We all know all this stuff. Animal doesn't. And Texas yeah, I is don't. actually it's over 100 degrees. Yeah. That's how hot it is. But actually, Texas is actually difficult to relocate relocate people out of. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. No, but Jerry had Jerry had the the key point. If you're you know sending them to Lisbon, uh, M- M- Missouri, or someplace and you've never heard of before, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to get them to go there. At least in my opinion. I'm, Who would go I'm to Lisbon, Missouri? I wouldn't even work Is on something Lisbon? like that. I've never heard of a Lisbon, Missouri. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Will. Hi, Maureen. Yeah, well, what is she Hi. mad at me? Maybe she Bandanas me. only has two ends. There's, oh, yeah. I'm there's sorry. one in the first Wait. syllable and okay. one in the second syllable. Okay, okay. can I put a do, link I in do, there I, so I, we could get to it easily? I already did. Okay, okay. I got to do an ad. I got to do an ad, and we're going to go over ten minutes to make up for the time that I missed. Okay, because it will. Will's a, a good good for good for I, us. I gotta, Okay, well, you can hang up, Jerry. Uh, uh, but I have to wrestle him down. But you know, I can hear him clearly, and he and, and he, he gives interesting topics. Okay, but here Derek I Zeller. Talk- no, I didn't say Derek Zeller. Did you, okay? did you think up Derek's name, or am I just? Yeah, no, you just imagine that. And Derek was complaining before that he's never allowed to ask a question. I didn't Where know that. Where is he? Is he on the show? Who is Derek? Derek calls in. in. Call in. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I don't block anybody. I don't block anybody. You guys been a guest three times at least, okay? Yeah. Well, let me. You know he moved. Just, yeah, I, I he's moved. Move. Uh, he's moved out to Seattle or somewhere. Well, I thought yeah. I was the only one that heard that. Yeah. Okay. No, Look, uh, can I do this? <laughs> well, someplace it rains a lot. Okay. Can I do this ad? Please let me. Go okay? for it, man. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. You know, everybody. The other day on my Facebook group. There was a guy named Steve Schwartz. Steve Schwartz. Schwartz, in case you don't know, means black. So maybe you'll remember Bad. it better. Steve Black. Damn. And he said, yeah, here's what he I, said. Uh, I can't be a part of this. <laughs> uh, it's foreign languages. German, Yiddish. Okay. Yeah. Let me finish the ad, okay? I, this is the worst Let part me. of the show, fighting with you guys to get you to be quiet, Okay. PC Recruiter offers great – this is what Steve said. PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. It's totally worth the cost compared to the value. It's totally worth the cost. It helps me make placements. That's what he said in public. Here's another guy, Nick Mazur, M-A-Z-U-R. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. He said, I have demoed a ton of systems, and PC Recruiter has the most robust features. The most robust features. That sounds a little sexual to 
to me today. Robust. I like how you say that word. Robust. Okay, thanks. Yeah. And anyway, here's what I saw on another Facebook group. I won't mention the person's name. Okay. She said, I'm a solo. She said, I'm a solo recruiter and I use PC Recruiter. And I'm pleased, even though I'm one of those people who probably don't use all the functions. She probably doesn't know anything technical. And she, you know, she's got a small business, but she uses it. And companies with thousands of recruiters people, employees, they use it too. Okay? And one more. One guy says, I've been using it for six months. Here's what I like about it. It's very configurable. Very configurable. That's what makes it suitable to every kind of recruiter. Stop making noise, everybody. Please. Just Nobody's making noise. I hear all kinds of noise. Just Can I thank Richard Steve Brandon and Michael Cox for no, either yeah. liking or retweeting my yeah. daughter's Etsy account how address. About, how, about let, how about let me finish the ad for PCRecruiter.net? Are you are done. PCRecruiter.net. They have to go there and say animals send them. PCRecruiter.net. Okay, does somebody want to ask Will a question that I haven't asked yet? Because I've got lots of them. I've got lots of them. Anybody got a question for Will they want to ask him? I've got a Will. question. Craig Fisher wants to know if you put him on, if you if you open his line or not. Every line is open. Don't tell Who me all the time. big time now. For real, Shit. he should be on his show. He's been on many times. Hello? He can come on whenever he wants. Hey, Craig. There he is. Hey, Fish Dogs. Or did hey, you get rid of that handle? Is Fish Dogs is that old news? <laughs> you think I should? Oh, no, I no, no, no. Hey Will, I want I want an analogy. I want you to equate bird hunting to recruiting. No, forget it. Ooh. We talked about bird hunting already. We talked about bird hunting, Craig. Let's talk about bird hunting. I, I like it. That's how you feed the I village. I don't want to talk bird, about that, okay? bird hunt. Recruiting is hunting. That that's all there is. Right. You're going out and you're you're going after the kill, and that's uh, that's it's it's very similar. You're going out and trying yeah, okay, to. Okay, I don't want to hear this. Uh, I'll have to mute. Come on, man. Are you sitting on the market? I don't want to hear this. I have a, I... you, and then you boom, and then you send yeah. your dog to go pick them up, which is a virtual. Look, I, I have AI a, I have a practice. I have a practical question we've never asked on this show before, but I saw someone talking about it, and I thought it made a lot of sense. When you set up an interview. Do you, are you like a dental office or a doctor's office? You call the people uh, uh, just before the interview, a day before, and you remind them to go, and then you follow up after. Do you call the client and the candidate to remind them, Will? Not the client. I do call the candidate every single time before their interview. I, I, I often give them um, some, some advice. And I tell them about the company, what they're looking for, and I prep them as best as I can because I want to make sure they get that job. But okay, not, not the client. Yeah, okay. I need to say something. No show. Yeah. Oh, I need to interject here because I know the show's almost over. Yeah. Derek Zeller specifically said he calls in and you never take him off off the. Uh, That's mute a lie. He, he said the last time I even try at this point. What's his phone Why number? does anyone What's even try? Him? He wants to know. What's Why does anybody area? even try to get on his crappy show? What's his area code? I think he's just trying to smear me. What's his area code? 703, I think. <laughs> That's no Bye, 703. We got to go. Bye, Will. Good show. Bye, Kathy. Bye, Bye Kathy. Kathy. Is, is Derek here or is he just he's not on the line? Right? He didn't call in. He's lying, okay? Then he can hate me, but he's not telling the truth. Okay, look, Will, Will, here's a problem. Yeah. I've, I've read a number of times that people have brought in their candidates from a distance, and then once the candidate gets there, there's a notice from the uh, client, oh, I can't make it for this interview, postpone it. You know, with no warning, they have to be contacted as well. You can't count on your client to show up. Why don't you call them? Man, I, I've, I've never done it. I don't know. I mean, anybody in this call do it? I, I, I just never have. Does, any, does anybody call the client to remind them there's an interview? I hear your tomorrow? point, but I've never I done do. it. I do not call. I, do. I send an I email. I send an email that day letting them know that, uh, hey, so-and-so is looking forward to the 2 o'clock meeting. Uh, 
Let, let me know how it goes. Jim, so I send an email. Jim, just everybody. Thank you, Jerry. I, Jim, I tell the I tell the first interviewer that I'm going to call them 15 minutes beforehand, so that they're paying attention to the interview and don't screw it up. Because I lost a huge placement in San Diego because the guy just wasn't prepped. So now I just tell them I'm going to do it ahead of time. So they're aware that they can't pick up the phone and jump to it. I want them to think about it. So you make there's, there's a way to do it without saying, I'm calling to remind you. I mean, how pedestrian, how clerical, how order-takerish. Are you ready? Dude, be smooth out here, dude. Are you oh, smooth, I like your Jeremy. Animal? You're saying at 2 o'clock I'm going to... Hey, look at uh, so and so is looking forward to the interview at two o'clock, and if he can't make it, he'll say something, right? I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. But I'm not saying I'm reminding you that he's going to be there I'm too. Reminding Don't you, blow yeah. it. You, you know, know what? I mean, it's what, what Jim said is true. Lots of these guys they don't prepare for the interviews, and they screw up, and they wreck all your work. He's right. They do, animal. You're very right. And I, I, I it, the, what I hate is when someone is busy or their mind is working on something else and it's uh they they come in there and they pound the candidate for 30 minutes with interview questions and no building rapport that there's you've got to build rapport remember you know we're going after people that are highly skilled individuals we get paid a premium for that so they have to the interviews have to be longer than 30 minutes i believe you know and they have to be able to 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 build some kind of rapport Okay, so you well, say there's a problem. They need to be longer, but you, but you don't build rapport. That's a mistake. You have right. to, man. New interview technology, because it leads to, if you build rapport, you like them, and the interview becomes worthless. Yeah, but, I mean, how are you going to attract a candidate if you go in there and just start blurting interview questions that – and and not and then they don't feel. I mean, they're in a, they're happy already, and you're trying to sell them on the company. I mean, that doesn't work. Well – if you're a really good recruiter, as you are, you coach them. You just want them to get placed. But there, there, are, there are ways to interview correctly, and it turns out building rapport is not the way you do it. Huh. Even for okay, a sales well, position, that seems pretty important to, to find out if this candidate can actually build rapport with a person that they're going to sell to. I mean, they don't you're have talking that about who's going to be their boss. You know, I mean, it's it's like, so I, we'll do we click? Are we going to be call. able to spend time together? You know, and if it's not, if they can't, then if, a, despite the company and all how great way. they are, it's not going to work. You're, I can I can actually make you like people by doing that. It's a terrible way to do it. But you do it right when you first call them because you're trying to work with the candidates. So that first call builds rapport. It's important. In an interview, oh, yeah. that's actually a bad thing to do, which is why you didn't do it at Rosetta. Right. Wow. Okay, so he's got a contrarian point of view. Last question. I have a Last science question. point of view. Oh, Robert. Okay, okay. We, we, okay, we'll get into it another time. Last question. Well, I was reading somebody, and they said in the first interview, they asked the candidate, is there anything that you can foresee now that, you know, might stop you from, a, you know, taking this job? In other words, if your company made a counteroffer, would you be tempted to accept it? Would you be tempted to stay with them? Do you ask that in the first meeting? Manager. Manager. Not all the time. I think it's a great question to ask. I think more counteroffers are coming in uh, now. Um, so do you do, you do it in the first interview? You ask them, hey, if you're going to counteroffer, uh, are you going to screw me? Use the second one. I mean, like, like, are you going to screw me? God. Typical. <laughs> You've got to build that rapport with them. I mean, I think that's the most... I, Dude, I here's what you say, call. Animal. And I'm going I'm to I'm lay this on you, no charge. Normally, I'm 275 an hour. Okay. I'd say, <laughs> Jerry, Animal, Jerry, I, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out here, Animal. I've spent a lot of time recruiting guys like you. And I, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that once we find the right move for you, when you go in to resign, your boss is going to freak out. <laughs> Knowing what I know about you, your background, the marketplace, they are going to beg you to stay. How, you, how are you going to handle that? What are you going to do? You're not going to see uh, animal. Are you going to go get a counteroffer and screw me? <laughs> Come on, man. I, don't you try to be smooth in any way? Well, I have to say, <laughs> it occur to you ever? My way is Jim's way. I don't build rapport, okay? I'm not a rapport Obviously. kind of guy. 
Is that the way you do it, Jim? Slam, bam. I think everyone knows I'm not great at building rapport. You you have to let every candidate know. Seriously, people. Let every candidate know that based on what you know about the market and their skill set, they're an in-demand person. Uh They should expect when they resign, they will get a counteroffer. Uh-huh. So, Jerry, I think in that first call, it's important to ask them, you know, what they're looking for. What would make them want to make a change? And if they say somewhere in that in that sentence, you know, I'm really happy where I am. I'm in. A, I'm up for a promotion. It would take a ton. For, and that's usually when you you'll hear it. Okay. And Jerry, a final question there. If the person says no, Jerry, I would never accept a counteroffer. How uh, much will you trust that statement? It depends on how he says it. Okay. Okay. Doesn't it? Doesn't it, Okay, I want to thank everybody. <laughs> now I'm going to thank everybody. Kathy Manning. I think that the people that accept counteroffers wanted one anyway. They're the people yeah, that you call up and say, it. hey, how much would it take to get you to leave? Which is never a question. I still never asked any question remotely close to that in 30 years. That's not what I. That's not what I'm asking people. But right. if that's how you're recruiting people, you can expect that all they want is a raise, and they'd rather stick their fat ass on the same chair and get paid a little bit more. And if they have to use you mm-hmm. to go get a counteroffer to take it to their boss to get paid more, that's exactly what you're going to get calling around saying, "Who wants a raise?" Well, they might look <laughs> like an aerotech clothes, you know. I didn't mean it, fat it really ass as. I shouldn't have said that. Hey, I take Animal, that back. You should know that Jerry started the show talking about the job you do and how. What? John, but I want you to know he said that. He what said did you he do say? a great I, job. I, he said you do a great job. He doesn't know how you do it because it's so hard. You should know he yeah. said that. Yeah, I don't believe it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank Kathy Manis for coming on the show. She's at yoga right now. I want to thank Jim. Uh, Durbin, what's your what's your domain name for your training? Sourcingworklab.com. Sourcingworklab.com. The great Maureen Sherab, the most famous phone sourcing person in the world. Uh, and background whisperer. Yeah, she was at it again. Okay, <laughs> and uh, what do they call what do they call Warren Buffett, the saint of uh, Beck and Brainbridge, or what do they what's his what's his little tag name? Anybody know? No, like, because I want to say, what do they call him? Like the Prophet of Omaha, something like that. Okay, well, we can call Jerry the Saint of Avila, Indiana, something like that. I want to thank Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank Jerry Jerry. of Avila. That has a ring, Jerry. Yeah, I want to thank Jerry for handling the uh, beginning of the show, which was a, a problem. Michael G. Cox. If he wasn't interpreting what the guest said to me sometimes, I would have been totally lost. Alan Floor with the uh, with the authoritative voice again. Thank you for coming on the show. I think there was someone else here. Mar- Marty Snyder might have been on at the beginning. I missed him. My sponsor. I want to thank my sponsor, Hire Tool, PC Recruiter, and of course this great guest we had today, Will Thompson. I really enjoyed it. You shouldn't stay away for so long. You should come on more often. Okay, Will? That was fun, man. Thanks for having me, guys. That's it. Right? Thank you! That's right, man.
Yes. You want to comment? You know, you guys, I have to say, no banning on this show. Nobody's that bad. Uh, and you know, here's what? the deal. Here's guess. the deal. The dude is full of negative energy, and I'm just saying, I simply don't. My the after show is not about negativity. It's not you know about. Gary, Gary if yeah. you open your eyes, you'd see he talks to you just like you talk to me. It's constantly animal is an idiot. Everything he says is nonsense. I no, used to like the no, show, no. but now it's nothing. Yeah. I don't kick you off. Hey. I don't kick you off the show, and hey, you're, you're not going to kick him off, okay? Hey, I just don't need it. If if he man, is man, ready man, to man. say that he's done with it, then I, I embrace his participation.